good to have you guys on the podcast. Could you tell me a little bit about what you guys do? Welcome. 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 Welcome to Uplink. So uh, my name is Bladen. I have done so far uh, only cosmetic mods, and I'm working on starting to learn Blueprints for Fallen Order. And I am now an admin, was a moderator for the uh, community server. I am Solaris. I started the first Fallen Order modding server. I created a uh, lightsaber mod and experimented with a few other model swaps, although I never actually ended up releasing anything. I often don't get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> So we want to uh, talk a little bit about the the world of Fallen Order modding and how it differs from something like Battlefront modding. Uh, previously, we've had uh, Mandalorian Business on the podcast as well as Kate and Delana. Um, that was a really fascinating look at the the inside workings of something like a modding community for a Star Wars game, and it was super interesting to me to hear um, the process of something like that. So to start off, let's, let's go into kind of the, the differences from something like modding something like Battlefront and then going into something like Fallen Order. What are some of the differences of those two games? I'll start with an obvious one. Battlefront is made on Frosty Engine and Fallen Order is Unreal. So the workflow itself is entirely different. I don't have two too much specialized knowledge in the workflow, but I do know that the two different engines just make a lot of different workflows. Yeah, I would say most of the difference comes from the uh, tools usable. With uh, Frostbite games, you're limited to Frosty Tool Suite. That is a community tool uh, now discontinued. Those are various sorts of modding. Uh, texture swaps and uh, custom textures have been around forever. Custom mesh importing was added in a beta version quite a while ago, uh, but I don't know, that may have been a year. It has not yet been released to the public. Now, with Fallen Order, you get to use the Unreal Editor. Um, now, Fallen Order does have a few customizations in there that makes compatibility difficult. <laughs> Very cool. uh, we, uh, we have yet to work out uh, materials. However, we can do custom code, okay. custom textures, custom animations, and custom models. Compared to Battlefront's uh, custom textures, property tweaks, and for some people, custom models, that's quite a difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I think I should add, for Fallen Order, with a uh, regular game, to my knowledge, for Unreal, it really is as simple as uh, replacing the mesh, just <laughs> re-importing it, and it should have been with Fallen Order, but I don't know exactly what the serialization issue was, but regardless, um, in theory, it should be a lot simpler to import into Unreal games um, than it is for Frostbite games. You know, Fallen Order is weird, so it, it did take some people having to figure out, like, editing values and hacks, but mm -hmm. it, it just should have technically allowed for a lot more, you know, easier meshes and materials and stuff like that. Okay. What is, what's the community like over in the modding world for, uh, for um, Fallen Order? Because I know definitely one of the things I love is seeing all the, the, the variety and like Battlefront mods and um, Bombastic, friend of the podcast, did a really, really cool video looking at some of the differences, um, some of the new mods that they've got for Fallen Order. And that was a fascinating yeah. look to see. It's fantastic. Uh, lots of good people, skilled people. I'm really not sure what else to say. It's a great community. I feel like it is, uh, it's a bit smaller than, uh, not a bit, it's definitely smaller than Battlefront modding. I believe they have like 15K or something. And we have mm -hmm. 2K. 
but I much prefer it. And I'd say that there's like an uh, inner workings of about 50 people that are very active. We all sort of just uh, know each other. It's sort of more of a tight community that okay. is uh, well knit. No offense to Battlefront modding, but I feel like, you know, sometimes their server is a little bit chaotic. <laughs> yeah, the size of things, definitely. Um, that's fascinating to hear. I know personally, I, I really like those tight knit communities, so it's good to to hear that. What is using the Unreal Engine like to create mods? What is the process that you go through to create something like a mod? Whether it's like a, a full animation mesh design section or if you just want to do a redesign, what's the differences between those? From my experience, uh, and I did just start using uh, UE4 for Fallen Order, generally the Unreal Editor is very, um, it's, a, it's a learning curve, but generally it's very uh, user-friendly. So watching tutorials and stuff, there's a lot to learn, mm -hmm. and it is a little bit difficult to pick up at times, but it allows for a lot of customization total. It's more of a build your workflow than edit something, and although that's technically not true, you're still editing, it feels more like, you know, you get to build your own thing and put it into the game than some mods that I've seen for Battlefront. So, I have been using Unreal Editor for five years or so, mostly just uh, small projects on my own. For Fallen Order, it's uh, largely the same. You use the import button to import meshes, same with textures. Only real difference is you gotta do things the same way Fallen Order does it. Do you feel the, even with those, with those like caveats and the, the specific ways that you have to work around that, do you feel that there is a bright future for the world of Fallen Order Mahdi? Do you think it'll hit the point or do you feel like there's a lot further that you guys can take it? I feel, I feel both. So I feel very optimistic about the next, uh, I don't want to give a time frame because it's sort of hard to in this kind of uh, environment, but maybe six months, I think materials will be figured out. Uh, I think like just generally porting will be optimized, but I still think that in terms of technicality, um, we might be near a peak sometime soon, but I don't think that mods themselves, the quality is going to be near a peak anytime soon. I think we're just going up and especially with custom code found out like, what was it? A month ago, maybe less. And I'm already working on Jetpack. K-Boy is already making a blaster for the game. Alex is adding a baby Yoda for a companion. Just seeing that stuff in a month, uh, I think there's so much more that mods are going to carry the game for. Yeah, we, we have almost everything doable. Again, custom materials right now are one of the biggest roadblocks. I mean, next to... We're still working on possessing custom characters or pawns. I think the only thing that we may never get figured out is sounds. Or, not entirely. We have to play back each and every sound file. There's literally thousands of these. Uh, um, just name them, describe what they sound like, and find them through a big spreadsheet. Adding on to that, for the head mesh, uh, the one that Cal uses for his head, they don't have his vertex groups named. So usually you'd expect like a uh, middle jaw or you know upper forehead. But I don't know, for compression or for whatever reason, they decided to, I'm assuming, model them and animate with names and then at the end change everything to left head underscore 0006 and they're sort of randomly assigned. It's not even like a as you go left on the measure. This episode of Uplink Podcast is brought to you by It's Not a Tiny House Podcast, a podcast all about alternative living and making it happen. Definitely go give them a listen. Link will be in the description of this episode. You can find it wherever you find podcasts. So what guy, what got you guys started in the, into the world of modding? Because I know that's something that with, with video games and the way that they're made currently, 
I think modding, especially with Battlefront 2, has been such a huge boom for the game. Like people get so pumped about the new mods coming out. And I th- it, we are on the verge of something like that happening for Fallen Order. The kinds of mods that we're getting that, that are coming out and you guys are making are so much better than even a couple months ago. What got you started in the in modding? So Minecraft, like maybe six, okay. seven, eight years ago, I saw mods. Wanted to make my own mods. I learned how to do it, and I did. Over time, I learned to use UE4. It's basics of how it works. Fallen Order was announced. Announced to be running on Unreal. Well, at the time, I did not know too much about modding Unreal games. But I knew certain things could be done. I'd been following Azatru's weekly mod series for quite yep. a, quite a while. <laughs> that was basically the only relation that I had to mods so up until I think it was um, six months ago, I believe, or five, seven, or something like that. And Bombastic released a video, and I remember exactly. It was uh, Alex Poe's original Darth Maul mod, and I was like, "That is crazy," because uh, I had Fallen Order. You know, I didn't get very far in it, but I love Star Wars, and I was like. Okay, but I want to make a Boba Fett mod. And so I sat there for quite a long time at my computer for the next uh, week or two. Just sort of learning, and I started with Texture Mod. Yeah, we don't talk about my first mod. (laughs) But, you know, eventually Solaris helped me quite a bit, actually. You posed the whole model, which I still can't do, really. Um, I worked up to get a Boba Fett into the game. That's awesome. And I just... uh, sort of kept going where do you see the futures future of fallen order modding going um i personally <laughs> this this may seem a little far-fetched but i think that um how do i say this is i think that it's gonna sort of transform <laughs> into a bit of a new game you know mm-hmm. especially with the k-boys blaster mod i think that is gonna be a huge one i think like many of thousands if not tens of thousands of people are going to replay the game in its entirety honestly because now they have a blaster to fight with um and i believe that eventually we're gonna get different things like a one of their quests was a tight corridor to fight in recently earlier today i think that those kind of things are going to transform the game from like fallen order to well i'm not going to name it but i really think it's going to feel like a whole different game and i think it's going to be the closest thing if you're not too experienced like i'm not too experienced but i could make a uh, you know a fairly high quality level per se um, once we figure out level importing just from the base of Fallen Order and I could turn it into something that I wanted to see specifically. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll end up there. I don't know how soon, but I definitely think that's the direction it's uh, heading. I'm super excited to see what the future holds for the the world of Fallen Order modding. Like that, It's such an awesome idea to me. I love Unreal Engine. We'll, we've got some future projects in the works here and I've loved the stuff that cinematic captures has done with unreal engine and the the usage that he has done with that so i few years ago i was in the process of learning it and then um i i had maxed out my laptop and uh wasn't able to at the time get a pc so i kind of fell off of it but i greatly enjoy the whole process of things and looking and seeing what people are making and i'm super pumped for the future of it what are some of your favorite mods that you've seen in the game? Alex Poe's Mandalorian mod. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be a pretty uh, consistent answer if you ask anybody. Yeah, I am. Very, I, I don't want to talk about it for too long, but I, I'm just like, Alex is, just continues to impress me. Aside from the Mandalorian mod, because how can you not answer that? <laughs> um, I, I really like, 
I, this is sort of a cheap answer, but honestly, I really like all of the character mods that have come out. Mm-hmm. Even some of my own. Like, they're not my favorite, but I, I enjoy being able to play a different game. And uh, I, I get bored quite easily, so I enjoy that a whole new character gives more replayability. Mm-hmm. And personally, um, just like I'm going to name like two more. Yeah. K-Boy and Karth's uh, audio mods, they give Cal a masked uh, voice a stormtrooper voice and a muted voice. They're just so essential for immersion. <laughs> like, no matter the case, if you're on a masked character, you slap it on. If you're wearing a character who wouldn't sound like Cal does, you just slap on the mute button. They're just so helpful for my immersion and replayability. And then Hide BD1 that Alex made. I was also very impressed with K-Boy's dismemberment mod. I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's definitely one of my faves. It, it has been talked about for... Well, since before the game came out, actually, <laughs> yeah. um, I did not see it happening this way. I believe this mod was created uh, before we even had custom blueprints. Now, what I always thought would happen was, you know, when damage is taken to a certain body part, remove that body part, replace it with a ragdoll, drop that ragdoll. What Cable here did was, I believe he... Uh, disconnected the limbs in the physics asset so uh when the character ragdolls just the parts come loose that is not necessarily the uh, most precise solution but it, it's really creative mm-hmm. I, I did not see it happening that way that's <laughs> awesome to hear <laughs> yeah that's that's definitely one of my favorite mods uh, was watching a few videos on it um, what is the process that you have to go through to install a mod? And if someone um, listens to this episode and sees modding even more, like what what's the process of implementing those in your game? Um, it is a drag and drop. <laughs> it is very <laughs> Super simple. Super easy. Yep. If you're on PC, unfortunately, <laughs> no console mods yet. <laughs> uh, you simply go to nexusmods.com. You download any mod that you like, and you drag it into your packs folder. Um, majority of them have uh, where your packs folder should be location. I have it pinned, um, but if not, I'm sure Google search will get you that. I'm not going to list it, but it is really as simple as a drag and drop. A lot of mods have installation guides too. I mean, yeah, just in case. Mm-hmm. They're all the same for the most part, as far as installation goes. What is the what's the process like when let's say, let's say I wanted to add, um, let's just say here, uh, Tommy from Rugrats. What's the process that I have to do to to make that model and then implement it into the game? Let's see, this guy didn't appear in any uh, existing games, did he? It would have been older games. Like I, I think there were a few Rugrats games that came out, but let's let's just say. What about Halo, if I wanted to add Master Chief in there? Alright, sure. So, you would either need to, uh, A, extract the mesh from Halo, that really does vary by game, this step. Or you could find a model online. Mm-hmm. Tons of resources for that if you just want to save some time. Definitely. Uh, like p3dm.ru, or... Google. <laughs> yep, sure, Google. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So you would get the mesh, uh, this would ideally be in like an FBX format with a skeleton, everything you need, skinned. What you would then have to do is uh, use U-Model, that is a tool by Gildor, it is fantastic, works for basically every Unreal Engine game out there. To extract Cal's model, you, uh, you rip that out of the game and you import it into the same scene in, say, Blender. 
as uh, the chief model. So then you're going to want to pose the chief to match up exactly uh, with the with Cal's model. You want it to be in the same pose. You want the fingers to occupy the same space, all of that. Mm -hmm. Then you rename all the bones on the chief and consequently the vertex groups on the mesh to match those from Fallen Order. And uh, you switch the skeleton. So now when you move Cal's skeleton, chief should move with them. At that point, you can delete the mesh for Cal, just not the skeleton. Delete the old Master Chief skeleton. Import it to UE4. Set up the textures. Then you cook it. You run Alex's mesh fixer. You put it in a pack using a tool that comes with Unreal Engine. It's an Unreal pack. And you plop that right in the game's mods folder. And you can, you know, ship that pack to anyone. And it's it's basically the same every time. Do you, do you see, now that we've got the, the resources and more of the learning capabilities, do you see more people getting into the world of modding? I know, like, Minecraft is such a huge world for modding. Uh, there are so many, so many different mods. Bombastic's recent video, uh, I forget the exact title, but he basically said, if you are an Unreal Engine 4 dev, come mod this game. It has so many possibilities. And that brought in, like, I, I don't know, maybe 75 people which is a lot from one source and it's just like I feel like what he said is just so true I feel like there's a lot of people who are hopefully gonna get into modding this scene just because of uni4 knowledge or because of a passion for Star Wars mm -hmm. the world of modding is so so wide and I love how like oh you know what I want this character in the game if you don't see that available to add like right off the bat, you can very easily put that into the game. I love, love, love that. So I'm super pumped for the future of the world of modding. Like even future Star Wars games. Like I think it'd be so awesome to see as games come out and with the experience that we have with with Fallen Order. One, when Fallen Order Two comes out, we can see. Oh yeah, I've got the experience modeling the first game, so I can I can carry over that knowledge, and then right off the bat, you can start building those mods for the new game. That's all for this episode of Uplink Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can support the show on Patreon, Patreon.com/UplinkPodcast, to get exclusive content as well as access to Uplink Plus, a monthly exclusive podcast talking all things wider world of gaming, Star Wars, and more. Definitely come check this out and help us support the show. A great free way to support the show is by leaving us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you can leave a review of the podcast, it helps us out a ton and helps new listeners find the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Uplink Podcast as well as on Instagram, Uplink Podcast as well. Twitter is a great way to keep up to date on all things Star Wars gaming as well as all things on the show. Also, definitely check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. We stream every Saturday at usually it's around 12 p.m. MST. We play Star Wars games, we play Among Us, we play all kinds of fun stuff, and it is a great time. Also, stay tuned for some more content coming to our YouTube channel as we are ramping things up for 2021. Also, if you love video games, Star Wars, plants, and pizza, definitely check us out on Discord. Link will be in the description. Come join our awesome community. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, you can find this show. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.